Uh, do you want to go ahead and make an opening statement about the bowl, and then we'll take some questions? Yeah, of course. Uh, looking forward to the bowl game. I'm excited that uh, we we know uh, ahead of time, and, and we're able to get you know start working on on UCF. I'm excited about the opportunity to play them, a team that's had a lot of success and have done a lot of things in, in the past, and, and uh, under. Josh Heupel's leadership, they've done a great job and an explosive uh, team on offense and, and defense and special teams, a lot of athleticism and speed. And um, it's going to be a great matchup for us. You know, we're looking forward to the game. Um, just thankful that we get to play a game and play in this bowl game. And our players are, are fired up and excited about the opportunity and uh, looking forward to getting down to, uh, you know, we played in some cold weather conditions uh, uh, this, this last weekend. and. Uh, it kind of reminds you why you don't play football uh, in Provo in, in December. So, uh, although we had a lot of fun with it, we're looking forward to to getting out out to the East Coast and, and playing in Florida against a, a fine team that has tons of uh, athletes and really impressed with their quarterback. You know, I've known him; so I've seen him play since he was in high school. So, um, this is going to be an exciting game, and, and uh, go play the, the bowl game and, and have our guys enjoy their time during the holidays and spend Christmas at home. So I'll take any questions you guys have. All right, questions from Jason Shepard, Jared Lloyd, and Norma Gonzalez. Kalani, I'm just interested in your thoughts on, on what it means to you guys to have played as many games as you have to this point. I mean, 11 regular season games, and now the bowl game will be 12. I mean, it's pretty amazing that you guys have been able to get that many games in with everything that's been going on. Yeah, I mean, I, and that's why I think for us it's just uh, really, really thankful and uh, you know, we have a lot of appreciation for the people that allowed it to happen and, and that have educated us in the whole process of the pandemic, COVID testing and everything. And, and then, uh, I mean, I'm just impressed with our administration, our athletic leadership that we have here at Tom Homo and, and then our sports medicine department. And then when it comes down to it, the, the players um, making the right decisions, uh, doing doing things on the, in their own personal lives to socially distance and and make sure that they they uh, you know do as well as they can on the tests and we've had to make adjustments uh, to our roster and to our depth chart just like everybody else has but our players have done everything they can to be in a position where uh, we can at least try to minimize the the spread and and get them so that we can have a, an opportunity for our team to show up and, and play games so uh, just really. Uh, have this this feeling of gratitude that we were able to get the, that game the games going and and the opportunities that we had to play the, the opponents and so we express our appreciation to everyone that allowed it to happen uh, with our opponents and their conferences and then uh, definitely here at BYU so thank you. I know that bowl games are, are looked at as a reward for a good season. How happy are you that this team is able to be rewarded with something like this? Yeah, I'm excited that we that, that you know we've been able to be invited to this game and and um, you know normally you'd uh, we'd be done with football and have those opportunities to get those practices in the way. So uh, this year's been a little different where the season has kind of extended and so we've already been in bowl prep. Uh, the only difference is that we get to play games in between, you know, and so uh, the fact that we're able to play some games and get some experience for a lot of guys and. Um, a lot of young players are stepping up and made a lot of plays, and so I think this is, in, in, a, in a way, has been really probably more beneficial for us that we're able to uh, have bowl prep type of practices, and then uh, then you know going and compete and allow these young people, the, the underclassmen on our team with, that are inexperienced, an opportunity to get out there and, and make some plays. And we saw a lot of those guys make plays on on Saturday night.
Jared, did you have a question? There we go. Kalani, I imagine that a lot of the traditional bowl festivities that surround it will be limited because of the, the pandemic situation. What's your timeline like? What's your schedule like as you prepare to, to play next week? Yeah, I think for us it's going to be way different than, than a, a regular bowl game. Not a lot of the festivities. Uh, I think we're going to treat it like a, um, a regular away game. And so being in the East Coast, I think we have time now to, to – uh, get our schedule. We can get out there a couple days before the game. Normally, when you play in two time zones away, you want to go, uh, you know, 48 hours there before the game. And then uh, we weren't able to do that with the uh, with the last time we went to the East Coast because of timing. But I think this time we'll be able to get out there a couple days before and then have some prep, uh, you know, on Monday and then play the game Tuesday and and then uh, you know, kind of disperse from there. Have guys go home that that live pretty much on the east side of the Mississippi fly from, from Florida home, and then those that are going to travel can fly back here to, to Utah and, and catch their flights and be home for Christmas. So that's, uh, for us, the timing works out. Um, you know, the prep that we're going to, we're, gonna, we're in finals this week, so we're giving our guys a lot of time to prep for their finals and and uh, finish their their, uh, their semester right, and then you get to end it with a, with a competitive football game that we're looking forward to playing. A lot of Bulls have had to be canceled because of the pandemic and everything how relieving was it to get an invitation to be able to get this this game on the schedule yeah huge, huge relief because our guys love playing the game of football and I, I mentioned it before that you know we were we were committed to doing whatever we can to play as many games as possible and and the fact that we got to this point right now with 11 and an opportunity to play 12 um really can't complain especially when you look back at you know there's a time where we didn't have any games out there scheduled, and uh, I think North Alabama might be the only one that was scheduled, and and then we started to get some some games on our schedule, and and uh, it just worked out really well that we were able to play football, and, and just really really thankful that that these guys are able to do that, and in a time where where bowl games are canceled, getting canceled, and and teams are opting out, you know, from play, playing the bowl games, I just really really uh, appreciate the opportunity for our guys to play one more time together. Hey, Kalani, what type of challenge do you think this uh, bowl game presents for you guys? And what do you guys still have to accomplish before the season is over? Well, we got one more game together, and there's some things that we know we can play better and, and perform better at. But, uh, you know, we're going to go against a, a really uh, established team with, that's got some time off. They haven't played a game in a while, so I'm guessing they've healed up really quickly. And, and um, you know, and if you watch their games and you, you look at their film and you see their stats – they, they're an explosive team, and so offensively, um, you know, we're gonna have to match their their uh, scoring output. And obviously, we want to win the game. We want to score more points than them, and, and it's gonna be a tough task for us. But I think if we play, uh, you know, our our type of football, which we've been talking about as complementary football in all three phases, I think we'll have a good chance. And uh, this is gonna be a good test for us, though. Looking forward to it, and, and I think our guys are excited about the about you know the opponent about UCF and, and the things that they've done in the past and when you put on film is it, you can't deny the fact that they got players all over the place and a well coached team I, I've known those coaches I get I've known a lot of guys on their coaching staff for a, a number of years now and seeing the things that they've been able to accomplish and and the way they keep rolling through those I mean they they lost the games that they lost were, were really close games and and um, so you know I, I think this is probably a year where, where things have been so different and maybe not seeing UCF in their American championship game is, is a little off, but 
uh, for for the most part, when you watch their film, uh, that conference is a tough conference. When you watch the film, they, they are an impressive team and well coached and and tons of speed and discipline and 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 strong. So yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And you guys have yet to win a game in the state of Florida. Do you think this is the year you guys can finally break that curse? Thanks, Norma, <laughs> for the reminder. Yeah, I mean, why not? Never won in the blue turf before, so you know. It's a good time to go do some some new things, and um, you know we we have a lot of support out there in Florida and in, in the South and in you know in the East Coast, and so uh, I think we go out there and try to play our best. Not worry about the history of things, but um, there's always a good time to to change things up and make things work in our favor. And so I think if we uh, show it our best and, and perform at our best, we'll see what happens. We can feel really happy with what the results are going to be. Okay, Mitch Harper, Dick Harmon, and Jake Hatch. Yeah, Kalani, you mentioned uh, a few moments ago that you've got a little bit of a relationship with some of the guys on the staff, in particular Josh Heupel. He's crossed paths in this state with Snow College. He played there and then coached at Utah State. Have you had any sort of interactions with, with Heupel over your coaching tenure? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, obviously I've known about him for a while because that's that's just what we do. We, we know all the – the local connections here and, and then we follow them and then you know we're all football we're all football junkies so we know everything about even the coaches and so uh you know just been really impressed with the things that he's done there and you look at the staff that he has around him and you look at how every year uh they, their, their team is explosive on offense that's a huge reflection of him and the things that that that, that coach Heupel does and then uh you look at the the mentoring of the quarterbacks I mean they had, uh, you know, an explosive quarterback before who, who went through a devastating injury, and um, then you know this this young Gabriel kid comes in and um, tears it up, you know, and, and he's he's uh, still doing it. And look at the the numbers; they don't lie. So um, the mentoring and the, the the coaching that that he's getting, and uh, that that's a huge reflection of of what Hypo does. That's that's his that's his expertise. And so um, then you look at the things that they do defensively. I mean. Uh, with Randy and then special teams with Nick, uh, it's it's an impressive group, and their players play hard, and and I think they they have a, a really good system working there at UCF. Once the the New Year's Six thing was off the table, were you guys at BYU, home OU, were you guys wanting to have maybe a pre-Christmas bowl game to make sure guys were able to get back home to their families for Christmas after this long bubble-like grind they've been in? Um, you know, our guys have just wanted to play football. And so I think we were just um, waiting for, um, you know, ESPN and, and and for the bowl games to make their announcements and, and, and do their invites. And so if there was a chance, I mentioned it before, there was a chance that we could get a later bowl game and play a game this weekend. We were going to try to do that. And, and uh, you know, with the game being on the 22nd, obviously we can't play on the 19th, although some guys want to do that anyways. But, uh, you know, I, I'm just thankful I get to coach a bunch of young men that love playing the game of football and are up for any challenge. And, and we definitely have one now with, with uh, UCF. And, uh, man, we're, just, we're, we're already excited to, to prep for it. And I think it just works out that, that our, our guys get to be home for Christmas. I know a lot of them uh, weren't able to go home for, for Thanksgiving, things like that. But um, but that's everywhere else. You know, we're, we're thankful to play the game first. And, and uh, afterwards, we'll, you know, we got one last hurrah with this group. And it's not going to be the same team next year. We'll have some guys that will come back, and we'll have a, a good number of leadership that are that will be gone. So it's a good time to try to send them out the right way, like we did this weekend at home.
Lonnie, just uh, want to thank you and your team and staff for being able to play such exciting football for us to cover and to write stories about. It's really uh, very grateful that we were able to do that rather than just sitting around not doing anything. So thank you very much. Um, question, two questions. I'll put you on the spot. Maybe this will be easy for you. Maybe it'll be hard. But could you pick out a favorite play from this season that maybe in, uh, capitalized, capsulizes the spirit of your team, a play, and then maybe a play that you want back or you wish you had over? A mulligan. <laughs> If I only get one mulligan, that sucks. That doesn't go with my golf game, you know. Um, <laughs> you've never met a par seven until I play golf. But um, no, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like um, there's lessons to be learned, be learned on, on so many different things, you know. And I think a lot of life, a lot of people have regrets. And the only way you learn from them is that you 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 try to get better. And but I, I really believe that. Um, you know, there's that saying that that uh, that you can learn a lot from from so many things, but sometimes success isn't the best teacher. Well, I I think there's a chance that we can learn from success and learn from uh, you know coming up short on some things, and then um, that's been our whole. We're trying to build a, a culture of love and learning here at BYU, and and um, trying to do as best as we can, and I feel like. If I did that, if I limited it onto one play, it wouldn't do it justice. You know what I mean, Dick? And and I, I appreciate the question, but and if and same thing, if if I had one mulligan, then I would probably want more. You know, so. <laughs> uh, but I really believe that that uh, those we got to learn from those and, and and get better. And if we, if there's a mulligan that you would love to have, then try to find a way to fix it so that we can, uh, you know, improve and get better and and have uh, and see the the basically see the result on the field but uh man i i'm i'm honored to coach these kids i get to coach young men that just uh they're from wonderful families and they represent well and um they just love this game that's refreshing for me you just think back uh, you know any any play that sticks out of your mind that was just so positive you remember maybe the run by tighter at boise state right off the bat any of the bombs by zach any tds sack by Beatty, any of the sacks by the defensive line and plays like that, any of them just stick out in your mind or is it just all one big blur and you don't want to pick one? They all stick out, you know, but there's there's like plays throughout my whole career that that, that uh, stick out and everything. But I, I like I said, I, that's like asking me which one's my favorite player. They're all my favorite. I have 123 on this roster and they all mean a lot to me. So I just can't, I can't sit there and choose one. It's like asking you who your favorite out of your children are. That's not going to work. <laughs> so, sorry. Hard, hard to do. Thank you. Yeah, Kalani, this time of year we see a lot of guys start opting out of bowl games. Also see guys start entering the transfer portal. Have you had conversations with players in both categories or will you in the lead-up to this game? Yeah, I mean, we communicate with all, all the players at different levels. There are different, like, parts. And there's some players that – that are, are not going to be playing this this year or, or are coming off of injuries that express their opportunity. To, they want to see themselves play at other places or just want to get on the field. Like I said, I have a bunch of guys that love the game of football, and so some of them may see an opportunity to play more somewhere else, and I'm going to be help, help helpful for them trying to get there. you know. And, and some, um, I think for the most part, a lot of them want to be here. So 
uh, we're going to do what's best for them. We have those conversations, and it's hard to kind of lump it up in one deal. But we're always open to communicating and talking about things. And I think guys have different levels of where they're whether they're going to come back or not, or whether they're going to enter the draft, or if they're an underclassman. We have to look at the evaluations of of uh, that we turned in to see where where they fit, and then. They're going to make the decisions on their own. We did that with with Kyrus and, and Matt last year. You know, we sat down, talked to them, and and then the decision was theirs to to, to make. And and you know, when 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 that's the the case, and they, there's no regrets, and those guys will have an opportunity to play in the next level now. And then I got one other question for you. In terms of guys coming back, especially with seniors that may come back and play for you guys, have you guys received guidance from the NCAA on how they will be handled? With regards to the 85 scholarship women and the 123 man roster, my understanding is that um, they won't be, they won't affect the 85, but they will affect the roster. You know, so so um, it may take some opportunities away from um, walk-ons, or might hold it off for um, for maybe the fall, because you have to be in that same roster roster spot for the um, for Title Nine, and which you know that, that makes sense, but. I think for us, we'll be able to evaluate it and, and see, and, and then, you know, um, maybe hold off some walk-ons until the next semester or something like that. But uh, the 85, I, from what we know, it doesn't count on the 85 for the seniors. Thank you. All right, let's finish up with Sean Walker, Jay Drew, and Jacob. Yeah, Coach, you you touched on this. Um, a little bit, a decent amount with the bowl game, how this bowl game kind of falls in that sweet spot of not being too early, not being too late kind of thing. And, and December 22nd before the holiday season, obviously. Um, it's all. It's also really interesting that you're, you're going through, you've got signing day coming up on Wednesday. Um, is that, is it kind of a relief to maybe have sort of the early signing period come and go and you can focus on that and maybe not necessarily break away from, I don't know, break away is the right term, but kind of get away from, from bowl prep too much with, with that regard there, recruiting-wise? No, I mean, it's it's the the era of multitasking, so we can do it. I mean, look at us. We're, we're here on, on a, a Zoom call, you know, and, and, and some of you guys are in pajamas and comfortable and making me jealous, you know what I mean? But... It's a time where we can all multitask and we can do things to use technology to help us. And so, yeah, we, we'll be able to handle signing day. We'll be able to handle bowl prep. The players have finals um, this week, and so they're going to have to handle all that. And, and But this is a generation of, of multitasking. It shouldn't be an issue. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we, we get tested to limit a little bit, but nothing's been too overwhelming. Lonnie, speaking of signing day, uh, can you give us kind of an overall picture of what this signing class that you will sign uh, has? I mean, obviously it's going to be low in numbers, but just can you give us some overall generalities about it? Yeah, I can give more specifics on Wednesday, but uh, I, th I mean, I'm excited about this signing class. It's going to be a lot of fun to get these guys. I mean, a good number of them will go on missions and then um, – uh, but some of them will play for us right away, you know. So, uh, but a lot of talent, and um, you know, we, we feel like there's a these guys are some difference makers that, that can really help our, uh, us play. And um, I'll probably speak more specifically once they sign. But really looking forward to it. It's been it's been an, uh, a huge honor for us in the recruiting process. 
even with um, the limitations with, with COVID, um, but been been really nice for our coaching staff and our players and uh, myself get to get to know the recruits and their, their families. So uh, I think I think more than anything, we're adding a lot of good five star character type people into our our program. And I think they'll represent really well. I'm looking forward to them joining officially on Wednesday. And then how did you come out health wise out of that that freezer cold game the other night? And uh, do you expect Gunner maybe to be back, Clark Barrington and, and Tyler Algier for the bowl game? Yeah, we're hoping for those three. I mean, I, I don't know um, exactly all the details, but I think we'll probably know more in the next co- couple days. Uh, but uh, assuming that, that, you know, we should get Gunner back and Tyler, th- those two should be back for sure. And then as far as the health goes, I think our team's good. And, you know, and for me, it's just had a lot of frozen toes that I probably should have doubled up on my socks with. Coach, uh, Jay just asked my question about Tyler and Gunner, but um, getting there a few days early, uh, and I think I imagine one of those days you're going to be there before Sunday. Uh, what is the team planning on doing? I know the bowl doesn't necessarily have any festivities or necessarily anything outside of the game, but what what do you plan on doing as a team with kind of the extra time you're going to be there? We want to win the game. <laughs> so, I mean, we're going to um, – you know, we're, we're going to try to get there by Sunday and, and, you know, enjoy the Sabbath as much as we can there. And then Monday we'll walk through, and, and, uh, but not a lot of time for, for a lot of extracurricular activities. We're, we're going to be limited in our travel, and, 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 you know, we're just going to go out there and try to win the game. That's the, the, the main deal that we're going out to do. And so I think with everything going on with the pandemic, it's going to be a way different type of atmosphere. But uh, just the focus is the game itself.